I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very merry, iconic podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. And Jenna, we're via Zoom today. I uh, know. We're via Zoom to talk about a very important film that we chose to recap on this podcast simply because of the title. And that title is Holiday. Yes. I love a good holiday mashup in title and anything. So <laughs> this is the Brangelina of movie titles. Um, and it kind of sells itself, you know? Right. And it did come out before Halloween, which I appreciate. I I, I like that Netflix was like, you know what? Before Halloween, <laughs> Christmas, and they do cover all of the holidays in it, which was shocking to me. Yeah, we are right on target for Q three. And I'm sorry, can I uh, call you back, Mom? I'm working. That's what you wear to work. I want you to meet someone. This is a doctor, and he's single. She's much prettier with makeup. I'm wearing makeup. I am done casually dating on the holidays. There's way too much pressure. It's ridiculous. Try being the only single person left in your family. Rodney said you didn't call him. You didn't call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Because I already have a boyfriend. Isn't he great? He's my holiday. What? A date solely for the holiday. No commitment. That's what I need for New Year's Eve. We can be each other's holidays. Come on. Friends with benefits never work. So let's make it official. Non-sexual holidays from now on. This is great. We avoid this stupid pressure. And all the judgment. Happy Easter, my little bunnies. I want you to find someone who has real potential. Not this holiday crap like your aunt. She seems like she's having fun. She's going to die alone in a wheelchair and a diaper. Holiday rule number three, leave no holiday behind. No hands touched. You like him. He likes you. These are not real problems. I can't just like him, like him until I know for sure that he likes me, likes me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Maybe this holiday thing will turn into something. Why is everyone so suspicious of a happy single woman? You look really sad. Human beings aren't meant to be alone on the holidays. Nobody puts baby in a corner. So we'll we'll start. We'll dive in in just a second. But what's your experience with the lead, Emma Roberts, who of course is Julie Roberts' niece? 
What's your experience yes. with her? I feel like I have zero experience with her. I've seen none of her movies. This oh, is my okay. first one. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What have I've you seen? seen? You know, I watched that Scream Queens show she was on. Mm. Uh, Matt watches American Horror Story, which I feel like she's been on a bunch of seasons. So I've sort of like peripherally seen her. She, mm-hmm. I, I like that she's got a lot of like Julia's charm, but then like a, a harder edge than Julia does. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like that. I like, um, and there was a lot of slapstick in it, which I thought was really fun. Like it's kind of silly in a lot of ways. It very much you know? felt like sitcom at the beginning. And I was very nervous because you had watched it. I think you had put it on before I did and we were texting mm-hmm. about it. And when I put it on, I was like, oh no, is this going to be really, really bad? Like not fun, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not fun bad. Because it starts with her like going into her childhood home for Christmas, drinking, smoking, and her mom's like harping on her. You know? Yeah. She's like, um, oh yeah, she said, um, no man wants to marry a smoker who lies. And I was like, that is quite the first line right. to come out in a movie. <laughs> and have, did, have your pa- right off the top too, she said fucking holidays. Like as she took a drag of the cig and I was like, oh, I love we're it. in for a treat. I know. I was like, Emma, you're too young and too beautiful to feel like that, to feel this way. <laughs> um, but I love it. Have, have your parents ever said anything like that to you? Like no one will marry you. Like if this. Gosh, you know, I'm sure probably no one will marry you if you're a big homosexual. They probably have said. <laughs> <laughs> I think growing up when in you Ohio, were seven, yeah. <laughs> growing up in Ohio, mom, I think that was frowned upon, sucking dick. But other than that, <laughs> my mom used to say, um, "No one will ever marry a tattooed lady." And I have three <laughs> tattoos now, and I'm divorced. So jokes on Nance. Jokes on them. Um, yeah. But you're right. Like, so it opens up in her house, and it's kind of a fun dynamic. There's a lot of you know, characters home for the holidays. A lot of chaos. And Mm -hmm. we have uh, Kristen Chenoweth is her aunt. Yes. Which was And they and they and they fuck the same guys. They fuck the same (laughs) guys. And there's a lot I mean we're gonna be swearing throughout this recap, but also in this movie there's like a lot of F bombs thrown around, which I liked. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Someone at Netflix definitely shoved this through the pipeline and thank you to whoever that was. And don't you um, wonder also, how long and how many other networks it went to where they didn't get it picked <laughs> up? Like, I'm sure this has been around for years. Yeah, because they're like, all, you have all the holidays in it. When will this air? And Netflix was like, before Halloween. That's when it's going to air. Um, the most important thing about this is how hot is the lead guy? Oh, my gosh. He's so fine. Jenna, I'm not even... Yeah. I, well, let me back up for a second. So when I first saw him, I had... As I was watching the movie, of course, I was Googling it and I was on my computer yes. and I looked it up <laughs> and I saw like a review soundbite. I didn't even read the review, but I, I saw like a headline that said like about the male lead being like Chris Hemsworth and I'm Ooh. a Chris Hemsworth fan. And so I was very offended right off the bat. And so when I saw him come on my screen, I was like, he has no Chris Hemsworth. I was like, this is Chris Hemsworth is chiseled uh, like a rock. Like he's mm-hmm. stunning. And yes. That this man was attractive, but I, I, when I first saw my eyes first glared upon this human, I wasn't mm-hmm. super impressed. And then about mm-hmm. a half an hour in, I, I couldn't think of anything other than making out with this man. Totally. It's one of those things where like, at first it's a five. And then once you get to know him, he's a 10, yeah. you know, his by personality. The, by the end, I was Google Googling like naked images of him. I think his name, <laughs> is, like, I think his name is Luke or something. Luke Bracey. Yeah. Same here. I got right on the horn. I was like, is he single? What's going on? Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's a star and he's going to be another step. I don't know what yet. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know why yet. But when we are introduced to the family, so we meet Aunt Susan, who's who's Kristen Chenoweth. And right off the bat, we learn that she fucked them all, Santa, and brought them home. And then the mm-hmm. nephew, Emma Roberts' nephew pooped. And I was like, okay, this isn't interesting. Like, that's what the first character traits they reveal. That <laughs> and then there's a blowjob in the first five minutes. In the first five yeah. minutes, there's a blowjob. Yes. Yeah. Like, all it's off the races. Off. All bets are off. And it did kind of feel like eight movies in one, which I don't hate. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, you know, but it does change course many times and I'm fine with that. It's certainly the type of movie that's what I describe as like both five stars and also just one star because it's five star if you just sort of let it wash over Mm -hmm. you and Mm -hmm. don't, don't think too much about is this a good script or do these character machinations make sense? Um, Yes. and, And if you don't, then it's five star. But if you really... You know, you got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I, I, I took some notes of like my favorite scenes because there's some things in it that are just beyond nonsensical. Right, right. You know, I mean, for the sake of jumping around, um, remember the Halloween costume party when they're like already falling in love? Yeah. Um, and so she takes a laxative and of course shits herself. Or like Chenoweth gives her laxatives at the club because that's normal to have a bottle of laxatives in your bra. Um, and then it cuts directly to, so she's like, undo my corset or whatever. And then it cuts to her in the tub naked with smeared mascara. And he's just sitting outside the tub, hosing her off. And I was like, there's no, I've shit myself as an adult. I'm sure everyone has. There's no Wait, way I would um, let someone Slow man- down, slow down. What do you mean you've shit yourself as an adult? I've never shit myself. <laughs> it's actually on the way to a groundlings class. I had gotten a colonic, had a coffee, and I shit myself and I didn't go to class. <laughs> oh, was, that, was it a class that we were in together? I'm trying to think. Probably, actually. I remember like, Jenna so- not showing up. <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't at, you know, a power wow or level class four. <laughs> One of the many um, classes we wasted money on. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, but I just like loved that idea that, you know, she would let him into the bathroom after that. Like, there's right. no way. Right. Like, would you ever let Luke Bracey into the bathroom? Never. Like, if I just shit yourself. <laughs> and like, the implication was that like, she got shit all over her body. Like, because she was not only was she being hosed off by this hot man, but she, he was the way she was sitting down in the tub and he was really like washing her upper shoulders. and. <laughs> I was like, what are the mechanics of this diarrhea that she has or whatever is going on with her bowels? Because I've never shit myself so much that it's like getting all over my body. Like, you know, you might have to use the bidet. Up your back. Yeah. Like you might have to use a bidet, mm-hmm. a bidet situation. Yeah. But he was like, yeah. she was knee, knees hugged to the chest. And it, I would have never, I would have been horrified. I would never let a hot man wash off my shit. Yeah, I like that they wrote that in the script though, and they're like, "Okay, so Emma, in this, you're naked in the tub, face this way. Luke, can you just crouch down behind her? Like, I, they, I hope they had a really good laugh after filming that, and we're like, that was crazy, you know. Let's lean in now. Now, also, the core concept of this movie is that they agree to be plus ones for all holidays, all non-romantic holidays. Which have you? Did you see plus ones? The Maya Erskine. Oh yeah, Jack I loved Quaid. it. Loved I it. loved it yeah. so much. That was so good. And you've had Maya on your show. I did. Yeah. I love She's her. great. Yeah. I, yeah. I know everyone needs to see that movie. I think it's on Hulu or it was on Hulu. And it's like a, it's very obvious. They didn't have a huge budget, but it's mm-hmm. charming for what they had to work with. I was like, oh my God, they made such a cute movie. It's so uh, cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Meg Ryan tried to set me up with Jack 
in New York. She was okay, like, take my down. son's number. He's doing UCB. And I was like, your son, Jack Wade is taking improv class. She's like, yeah, can you call him and like, tell him what it's like? And I was like, okay, Meg. Jenna, wait, why don't I remember you knowing Meg Ryan? Why is this new information oh, to me? Through LD. Okay. Yeah. In New York. And so yeah, you never went out with Jack Quaid? <laughs> no. Why? I should call him. I don't you know should why. should call him right now. I should. On the I'm air. Now, so. yeah. on the oh, air. my God. I think I still have Meg's number. I don't think I have Jack. I thought oh that was God. so ridiculous. Can we prank Wait, call so Meg to- Ryan on the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm done. I would feel too bad um, doing that. I would feel too bad. She's amazing. I mean, she's a queen. But, I love her. Um, oh, yeah. So the plus ones, which I loved about this, is that when they agree to be each other's dates to all non-romantic holidays... I like that they automatically assume every Easter or St. Patrick's Day, you have to have a date right. to whatever you're doing. Um, and also, this man has no friends or family. Like, I know. none. You know, <laughs> what, what holidays do you think are the ones where you need a date? To me, the only ones really, like New Year's Eve, I feel like is a very date kind yeah. of holiday. Or, or Christmas mm-hmm. is, I understand the, the idea of like needing a date. But like some of these other mm-hmm. holidays, like I don't need a fucking July 4th date. If anything, no. it's better to be single on July 4th. It's summertime. Everyone just wants to have fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Easter, you do the Easter egg hunt and then you, you go to brunch with the friends. You don't need, yeah. you don't need a date. No, definitely. Because that's a daytime thing too. Like you need to bring a date to a morning which holiday, holiday celebration? Which holiday was it when they did the dirty dancing dance? What holiday was oh, that? Oh, thank you. I made a note of this. Um, was it? No. It, okay, so she had just switched her dress with that girl who spilled wine on it, right? Yeah, she what? wore a wine stained jazz dress. It, was that was New Year's? That Easter? No. Oh, oh no, I thought it was, it was New, New Year's. Year's. Yeah, 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 it was New Year's. Oh yeah, because yeah, the bride was like, "I want to get engaged on New Year's." Yeah, that was a cute. That was a really cute moment, and I feel like rom coms in general have used that dirty dancing scene. Crazy Stupid Love did a similar thing, and mm-hmm. although I yeah. don't want every movie to use it, I did think it was really cute here. I, mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, but, th- but then I she did. She did bruise her boob, and so like the next <laughs> scene, so they do this dirty dancing dance, and they fall to the ground as he's holding her up. And she yeah. bruises her boobs so that we cut two, then her holding like just ice on her tit, just like one. Yeah. <laughs> Only her dress one is ripped open. Yeah, totally. <sighs> and that was another one that like the slapstick of it. I'm like, this girl goes through the ringer. Like, I don't remember Julia Roberts ever getting this beat up in any of her yeah. movies, you know? <laughs> but Emma's like, all right, I'll do what Aunt Julia could never do. Julia's never held an ice pack to her tit in a movie um, <laughs> yeah. or washed off her shit in a tub. With Richard no, Gere. Exactly. <laughs> with Richard Gere. Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. Uh, she was yeah. in a tub with Richard Gere, but it wasn't quite him washing off her her bowels. Oh my god. I don't like I I did like that scene. And they did reference Ryan Gosling a lot, yeah. which I think was like an, a nod just to that. The guy know? looked like a mix between Ryan Gosling. By the end of the movie, a mix between mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling and Chris Hemsworth. Like that's how I imagined him. Yes. Yeah. He was really fine. He's been doing a lot in Australia. And now that he's on the mainland, I think he might be here to stay because of COVID, which is good. Hopefully we we trapped him. He's trapped here. (laughs) He's trapped. (laughs) Um, I love an Australian accent too. To me, that's the sexiest accent. Oh yeah. Have you ever dated an Australian? You know what? No, which is crazy. Yeah. Surprising. I never have. You should Um, try it. I should try it. Yeah. I feel like, what's my favorite? I think Jersey Italian is probably my favorite accent. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah. That's like my type. It like, I, it's like, I don't know. 
You know, we always end up talking about like who we want to sleep with on this show. And <laughs> someone on our Instagram, we were texting about this. Someone on the at a very merry iconic Instagram yeah. had written that they really loved our New Year's Eve uh, recap from yeah. last season. And I went back and listened to it just to see. And I never listen to my podcast back. Like even when I'm editing, I try, I do like spot editing. So I try, cause I, the sound of my voice frustrates me, but I listened to the new year's Eve one. And I was like, we are really funny. <laughs> oh, good. I'll go back and listen to it. I'm the same. I can never listen to myself. Right. But, but the point is though, we, we did talk a lot about like who we wanted to sleep with <laughs> and stuff. And always turns we to should, that. Okay. Maybe we should do an updated one this new year's and we can go back and see if we slept with any of the people that we were <laughs> trying to <laughs> or update now that things have changed. You know, uh, Channing Tatum is still single. I'm saying oh like, my God, have you been following right? Channing Tatum's uh, Instagram journey? I feel like he's been um, posting more. Yes. A lot of shirtless torsos being like, daddy's back. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I love him. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I love him so much too. I know. I think, oh yeah. Cause we were talking about, um, yeah. Who in this movie, who else would you want to sleep with in it? I think just him, maybe Farouk. Remember the, the doctor that oh, yeah, he's Kristen hot. Chenoweth yeah. ends up dating? Yeah. He's really hot. So that's the guy that Emma's mom is trying to arrange her to date. Were you surprised her. about Kristen Chenoweth's role? Because I always think of her. Yes. She, <laughs> she now does a lot of Hallmark movies and I think of her as very clean cut and like squeaky clean and to just see some of the things she was doing and the way she was talking in this movie was shocking to me and I loved it, but it was surprising. Yeah. Like at the Easter brunch, she was in like a playboy bunny outfit, like tits out. And I'm like, Chenoweth, what is going on? Also, wasn't she in that JLo movie, the boy next door? Oh, she was. Remember he like, she like almost died or something. Maybe she did die. I forget. Didn't we see that in the theaters together? Did we? We did. We did. That movie was wild. And second act. It was so wild. <laughs> well, you're right. Like, I, I think that was an interesting casting move just because then she was like very much a sex predator throughout it. She was the one, I think, I the sex it. predator role. Not to take <laughs> I, not to take a little a tangent here, but uh, there's a new movie out, out called Friendsgiving. It's like on demand. And it's, do you know who Malin Ackerman is? I don't know if I'm yeah, saying my name right. And, Malin um, Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a movie about like her getting her friends together and they have a Thanksgiving. And it, I really did not like it. <laughs> like I do not really recommend it. Uh, Was but. It bad? Yeah, kind of. But Jane Seymour plays like Malin's mom. There was a, there was like something cute in the movie that I feel like it was almost good, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Jane Seymour plays Malin's character's mom. And she's doing that like classically Jane Seymour thing of being this like kind of sexed up uh, horn dog mom like that she did in Wedding, Wedding Crashers. And <sighs> I'm like, I wonder if that's where Kristen Chenoweth is going to pivot her career because it seems like maybe she's starting to pivot and embrace these types of roles where the whole joke really is that audiences are like, what? Why is that? squeaky clean person that mm-hmm. we know from was Jane Seymour in touch by an angel. Where's Jane Seymour from? Oh, she was um, Dr. Quinn medicine woman. Okay. Right. So we watch those yeah. roles of hers and we think, well, that's Dr. Quinn. And then we see her trying to hook mm-hmm. up with like a young man. And it's like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like that definitely goes into it. Yeah. You know, that's, Chenoweth. that's where Chenoweth's pivoting. Yeah. I feel like everyone's going to pivot to Hallmark. Everyone's just going to get on this train. You they know? Should. Okay. They should. I'll watch Friendsgiving just for fun. It's really um, not good. 
Yeah. Although there's a po- <laughs> there's a possibility I might be getting some of the cast on my podcast, so on my other show. <laughs> so if you hear me saying it's great, just know I'm lying. Listen, um, yeah. <laughs> just edit that in. I loved it. Um, no, it's. Yeah, so- I, I really will say it. There's like a good movie in there somewhere. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing, so jokes on me. Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, I would too. I have nothing else going on. You know, I'll put on a bad movie and be like, okay. And sometimes we just, right now, we just need those bad movies. Yeah. You know what I miss? Holiday Christmas parties. Back to, like, the idea of what you always want to date for. I always wanted a date to, like, my company Christmas party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't, those don't exist anymore. You know, <laughs> I, uh, when I lived in Chicago, I worked for this big real estate company. It was like this huge, very wealthy real estate company. I'm not going to say the name on here, but they had like a hu- lot of huge properties. And I was a temp there. And mm-hmm. I was supposed to be like, I was a temp for hire. And I had worked there like three or no, way more than three months, like nine months or something. And they kept sort of pushing off my hire. So they kept paying me through the temp agency. And then they were like, right before the holidays, they were like, after the holidays, we're hiring you on full-time, you're doing a good job. And spoiler alert, I wasn't because I was working like seven jobs at the time. And so this was like a temp thing that I would just show up to during the day. And I was the the receptionist at the at the thing. And so I would just literally sit there on computer G-chat all day because I was so yeah. exhausted from my other jobs. But that's not the point. The point is, they said, after the holidays, we're going to hire you. So every year they would throw this humongous Christmas party. And it was a casino night Christmas party. And one of the empty buildings that were, was going up in downtown Chicago, they they turned it into a casino, and everyone got pretty drunk. Like I wasn't, I was amongst a lot of drunk people. But after that, they told the temp agency that they did not want to hire me, <laughs> and they let me go. And then that's when I decided to move to LA because I was like, well, I don't want to have to go looking for another job right now when I knew that I wanted to move to LA eventually anyway, I was like, this is like, sounds like the universe is trying to tell me that I need to move to LA, but it was all because I had gotten too drunk at this Christmas party. And I <laughs> honestly, Jenna, like I don't even remember exactly like doing anything wrong. Like, you know how sometimes you get too drunk at an event and you, you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, oh fuck. Like, what did I do? What I say? I don't, I didn't feel like that at all. I thought like I was a hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. This, this went well. Uh, so I don't know exactly what I said or did, but obviously I said or did something, um, because Mm -hmm. the temp agency called me while I was working at this, at the office, like I was sitting at the desk and there was like, it was such a big company. They had two receptionists. So the other receptionist was like, Hey, your temp agents on the phone. So they transferred the temp agency to, to my desk, like, which was in the lobby or whatever. And they were like, Oh, we got some bad news. Like you're. They are not renewing you. And I was like, they told me they were going to hire me. What do you mean they're not renewing me? And so then I get off the phone and one of the gals that worked there came over to give me some work to do. And it was like that bullshit kind of work that they make the really lower end people do. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I still had two more weeks left on my temp thing. And I was like, I'm not doing anything for two weeks. You guys basically fired me. Like I will sit here and if you want me to go, I'll go, but like, I'm not going to yeah. be doing busy work or, and, and bullshit work. Anyway, it was, a, and it was it like was, leading up to Christmas. So they fired you right or let you go right before. Right, well, they technically let me go like right after Christmas. It was, oh. yeah, we had the Christmas party. And then that right after that, 
after the holiday, there was like a short break for Christmas. And then I came mm-hmm. back. So like New Year's is basically when I got the news. Wow. Yeah, they were a bunch of assholes. And, you, and before I left that yeah. place, by the way, I went to the mailroom and just took a million batteries. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a you supply of batteries. And then I went to the kitchen. The kitchen was like fully stocked. They were really bad with their money there, but the kitchen was always fully stocked with all sorts of foods. And they had like the healthy stuff. So they would have like those think thin bars, which are like $4 mm-hmm. for one bar at Whole Foods. And so mm-hmm. I literally just, I was like collecting them my last week of there, just like whatever batteries <laughs> I could find, the the protein bars, like I was just getting whatever I could, storaging yeah. for the winter. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, my first job out of college was in New York at, um, at Hallmark. HQ. Uh, and so my that. job was watching. Yeah. My first job out of college, my job was watching made for TV movies on the clock. I worked for the, like the PR person and make press kits for them. And so I was also kind of like a temp situation. So throughout that six months, I was just burning DVDs of all of them for my computer. So by the time I was done, I had this entire, remember those binders with the little slots of DVDs of just every Hallmark movie. Oh and I was like, God. all right, thank Thanks for the memories. Like, bye. I I need to find that. You know, when you're in those young jobs, you just do what you can to survive. (laughs) And they're not paying you properly. Like I wasn't getting paid in that job I was talking about. They didn't, weren't paying me properly. And they kept kind of dangling the carrot to be like, oh, we're going to hire you full time. And it's like, well, fuck you guys. You're not giving me what I'm worth. And then those those executives are making like way too much money. And it's like with the distribution of wealth, I mean, we could get into that at a separate time. Here we are talking yeah, about holiday. Be a bo- <laughs> yeah. holiday. People tuned in for holiday. <laughs> and we're like, distribution <laughs> of wealth is unfair. <laughs> this is my time job. Um, like, there was one um, moment that made me laugh. Um, well, there were a couple, but um, when Emma goes just back. One, like just later, one moment. <laughs> just one, one time. I noted it. I was like, I LOL. Um, when Emma, so they already had their falling out. This is kind of towards the end when she's um, goes back for Thanksgiving and she's like, no, I'm coming by myself. And then the mom burns the turkey and the stuffing and the pies all at the same time. And um, they send Emma alone to the grocery store on Thanksgiving to get an entire spread. She's like, don't forget pies, get this, get all the stuff. I'm like, I would have freaked out. Like, cause you've been to, have you been, I've been to the grocery store on Thanksgiving. I, I don't yeah. anymore, but it's chaos. 
It's funny that you mentioned that because actually just last night I ordered our Thanksgiving. We ordered the, we order our turkey from Bristol Farms here and I just ordered mm-hmm. it. And normally I go and pick it up, but I was worried this year about the pandemic and it gets so crowded there. And Bristol Farms is like a very tiny store, the one I go to. And, oh, yeah, the one on Sunset. And so you're always like literally like on top of each other. Like someone, I think like licked me one year when I was waiting for the turkey. <laughs> it was like, you're all so close to each other. And so this year I decided to pay for sh- delivery. So I don't have to go. So it's being delivered like the day before. But yeah, I oh, don't like uh, I don't like the crowded grocery store thing. I just and I told Matt I was like, we need to get our stuff early. Like, <laughs> we need to do it early. Oh, totally. I'm the same. It's like get everything a couple of days before and then cook. You know, usually I'm the same. I order a bunch of stuff from Whole Foods and then cook it like Mrs. Doubtfire style. Like to recycle all the things. I'm like, yes, I made these mashed potatoes. Um, but when she's at the store. The scene is totally not accurate compared to remember Jamie Lee Curtis when she has to go find that. How ham? could I forget? How could I? Forget? Yeah, Chris is with the the cranks or whatever. Cranks, right with the cranks. She's like touching grocery clerks at that time, um, and it's it's madness. But when Emma goes, it's very casual. There's like right. two hipsters in there, and I was like, this is not this is not real. I know we covered this on a Christmas with the cranks episode of this podcast, but. <laughs> I still, I still have like that image of the frozen cartoon cat. Remember when the cat got frozen and they like gave it cartoon CGI eyes? That still haunts me in my dreams. Like I feel like really recently I woke up and I was like, oh my god, that cartoon cat like <laughs> appeared it was such in my unnecessary. dream. Yeah, because it was such an unnecessary addition. You know, right. right? Not like the remember the squirrel in um your favorite movie. National Lampoons. Oh yeah, Christmas yeah, the squirrel Christmas. But don't you feel like that squirrel played more real? Yes, exactly. Like yeah, that's yeah. how you do it. It's just a critter scurrying around. I don't need to have a face and googly eyes. Right. You know. Yeah. Like it's funny enough to have a critter in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need a cartoon eyes. Yeah. But you know what? I appreciate that Christmas with the cranks took some chances. Some they did. Some <laughs> they did editorial oh. chances. Yeah. Also, I love it. So it was Valentine's Day, right? When she was like, "I'm all my only plan is I'm going to go to the candy store at the mall." You know, they were at and the mall of, a lot. They were at the mall yeah, a lot. Did they get a discount on filming there? Like, what was going on? They must have. And then they added that to the hot Luke guy's character. They were like, "He's always at the mall," and I was like, "Okay, that's a minus." Like, would you ever date a guy who was like? Always at the mall. Not in 2020. Like, not in, yeah. no, it's creepy. Also, the mall was way too crowded. Like, the, the 2020 malls are not crowded. I don't even care if it's Christmas time or not. I went to the mall in Ohio last year, and it was like nobody was fucking at the mall. Um, but behind, um, in the scene at the mall, actually, I was noticing the store things. And I don't think they got really, like, the rights to stores that were actually at that mall because there was one shoe store that I believe was supposed to be a Foot Locker, and it was called, like, Foot Bin or something like that. It was (laughs) – and maybe it's just a chain that I'm not aware of, but I swear, like, I was looking at it, I was like, what the fuck is Foot Bin? Or or, maybe – it wasn't Bin, but it was something like that, that it was very clearly a Foot Locker. But they couldn't get the rights. But a big Foot Locker was like, nope, not happening. The Foot Garage or something. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, and that gospel choir was really cool. Or like the holiday right. singers in the mall. At the very Gosh. end, they had the holiday singers. But you know what? That was another unrealistic thing. That would have happened in 96. In 1996, yeah. we would have had a whole choir performing at the mall. In 2020, uh-huh. in a, a city, they were in a city. Where were they? They were in Chicago. 
actually, yeah. Chicago, the in the chi- downtown Chicago, I don't think we're having these mall singers in 2020. It's just not realistic. No. Did you ever work at a mall? I worked at a mall once. I didn't. No. Which store? Well, not at a store. I did actually, um, I did holiday gift wrapping. I was like very, in high school, I was very involved. I was actually voted most involved. Yes. <laughs> I did that at Target in high school. Do, yeah, we would go, we did it for charity at, uh, over mm-hmm. Christmas time. I was also voted yeah. best personality, but that's neither here nor there. The point is. Um, you, it's true. I was voted most social. <laughs> I see that. I was. I, I was that. also drinking coffee since 10. So of course I was like, what's up? What's, you know, I was nuts. I, but, you know what? I didn't start drinking coffee until late in college and I regret every day of my life. Yeah. I love best personality. That's something we should bring back is social group superlatives. What would you it's think should... Emma Roberts would be voted in her character in holiday? Oh, most cynical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The wildest. You know, it always interests me. I know something like this is not going to be like a Marvel movie. Like they don't have the really pick of the litter for what actors they want for these roles. But mm-hmm. there's sometimes things like Emma Roller, Emma Roberts does play that sort of cynical smoking thing good. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's other parts of the script where even when she was at the mall, you mentioned the candy and she's like yeah, barfing down those chocolates. And that's the kind of moment where I'm like, I just don't buy this. Like mm-hmm. I don't buy that Emma Roberts is just scarfing down chocolates at the mall. I know she was in a, a emotional state, but uh-huh. I didn't buy it. Didn't yeah. Buy it. And that when she was at that candy shop, remember she runs into her ex whose real whose name in it is Luke and his new GF. Right. Which have you ever had an I I don't feel like I've ever had a a run in like that. I mean, not a serious one. Yeah. You know. Usually at Whole Foods. That's when they always happen at the grocery store. But have you ever run into an ex like with their new partner? No, not with the new. No, I don't think yeah. so. No, you know, I. Yeah. Matt's my only like serious boyfriend since I've lived in LA. We've been together almost eleven years now, which is crazy. <gasps> but um, that's amazing. But in and I had a serious boyfriend in Chicago, but then I moved, so it was like I didn't. We don't run into each other. I had a couple boyfriends yeah. in in the Midwest, and it's like I just don't see them. Yeah. Or hear from them. Occasionally I'll yeah. hear. <laughs> Occasionally I'll see on like social media or something, but other than that, no. Yeah, they'll come out of the woodwork. Um, yeah. That uh, that girl. Oh, the one who plays his new um, girlfriend. And who that's, was, um, her who was, by the way, Jenna, in the Halloween scene. Remember when Emma Roberts' character just like poked her belly or like punched her belly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! It's like that's a great costume. It just like slaps it. That um, made me she, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, same here. Yeah. Because first of all, you don't touch a, a woman's body without consent. You know, we're very into consent here at a very Mary Iconic podcast. Um, but Sponsored that girl, by name's... consent. That's our, yes, exactly. Mot- that's our motto. <laughs> our motto is consent. Um, <laughs> you're she's... right, though. You're right. Oh, but she's engaged to Brooklyn Beckham. That girl, Nicola. Oh, oh my God. Is she really in yeah. real life? <gasps> yeah, in real life. We have mutual friends. She sounds like a doll. She sounds like a really total sweetheart, but she's so stunning. She's really pretty. You know, I had to fo- unfollow the entire Beckham family on social media because they were too much for me to look at. They were like too good looking. Uh-huh. And I got yeah, uncomfortable. I don't follow them. Like David yeah. Beckham, I used to follow him and I was like, I don't want to look at you. Like I feel so ugly every time I scroll into Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. And the kids too, they're all just perfect looking. I feel that way sometimes about the Consuelos family, you know, Kelly Ripa and Mark <gasps> Consuelos. Oh yeah. They're I just, just they're, they're all so stuff. I don't follow the kids, but I follow Mark and Kelly and sometimes mm-hmm. they post their family and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You're all so perfect looking. Mm-hmm. It's yes. a lot. It's a it lot. For a the lot. Eyes. But yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, who's also in this movie is, the sister, Emma Roberts' character's sister, was played by yeah. what's her name? She's from Grey's Anatomy. Capshaw. Oh yeah, her last name's K- is it yeah, right? Kate Capshaw. Her daughter. Uh, her stepdad is um. Is it Jessica Capshaw? I think that's her oh. name. Holiday. I didn't know Grandma. that she. W- I didn't know that she was related to Kate Capshaw. Yeah, <gasps> yeah it's what? her daughter, and then Spielberg is her stepdad. Wait, Crazy. what? I never. Knew- yeah, from Grey's Anatomy. I know. It must be. Let me see. I'm she used to be in Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Yeah. She used to play yeah. this doctor. She was a lesbian and she used to mm-hmm. like be one of these doctors who was like, she worked in peds, like pediatrics. And okay. she always had those shoes on that had wheels. And so like when they introduced no. her character, yeah, this was like, I'll never forget <laughs> this. When they introduced her character around like, I don't know if it was like season five or something like that, you know, uh, the show had already been running and they introduced mm-hmm. her character and they very clearly wanted to introduce her as like a fun kid doctor. And so they put her in those shoes with the wheels. And so she would oh just like God. be like, you know, like eight and throughout the halls of Seattle Grace in this hospital. And it was like so like, embarrassing. Like gay Patch Adams. Like, like you're like, okay. You're like, lesbian you know Patch what? Adams. Lesbian Patch Adams. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, that's exactly that's what it was. Bizarro. It was yeah, so bizarre. Oh yeah. And then her husband in this is that um, Alex Moffat from SNL. And like, you're, they have four kids and her, her sister is like, yeah, she's a nutbag. Wait, you were going to say something about her character. What did you think about? I don't, I don't remember, but uh, I do remember that I'm tired of all of these straight white men on SNL. <laughs> they all yeah. run, in, they all run into each other in my head. Like you just mentioned, Alex Moffat, and it's like to me, he's the the same as all the other ones. Like I can't even. They are the same. I, I can't even. I just read Colin Jost's book. Do you know? Oh, how is it? Yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's all the same. It all blends. You know, it's a book. He wrote yeah. it. I kind of wish Farouk, the hot Indian doctor, was more of a main character. Right. I mean, I guess he was. He, he like, gets around. Also, he's the only, when they finally end up at the hospital, because the dad from Wonder Years has a heart attack because he's dating the mom, right? Isn't it like, that's they're Emma Roberts' a, new... They're doing a Wonder Years reboot, too. Did you know that? <gasps> no. All originals? I mean, I read that somewhere, I think. And that maybe would make it, sense. Maybe it could be in a dream or something. I don't know. But I think they, I read that, I think. Oh my God. I wonder what Wayne looks like now. Okay. I'm going to do some deep Googling. Um, But yeah, so the dad from Wonder Years is in it. He has a heart attack and they go to the hospital. And of course, like the only doctor they ever run into at the hospital is Farouk. Farouk is is the only, yeah, they run into Farouk like a lot throughout the movie. Like just haunting everyone. I feel like he's stalking the rest of the cast. Yeah. And because like Chicago is a really small town. So that's not that weird, you know? Just kidding. It is really bizarre. So funny. Um, yeah. Um, Jenna, we got to wrap this up, but are there any, oh, yeah. any other final thoughts about how I just date? wanted to say, I just want to say props to Netflix for financing this and taking a risk. And this is something I would definitely put on if I'm baking a cobbler. Like I would put this on the TV and be like, I'm going to half pay attention to it because there's some really fun moments in it. The leads are nice to look at and there's just some weird, like weird moments, you know? Yeah. And I recommend if people are putting on, if they've, if they're listening to this podcast before watching it, I recommend just 
seeing it through past the first scene because I thought that first scene seemed like so low budget and like sitcom-y and not in like mm-hmm. a fun kind of way. And so I just encourage people to to give it a little bit more time. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, my other main complaint about it would just be that uh, I like the Christmas movies that are like full Christmas throughout the whole thing. And I know we we started at Christmas here and then we ended it with Christmas. So it was bookend. But all the other holidays, I get what they were doing. But when I watch one of these holiday movies, I want to see like winter shit throughout the entire thing. 90 mm-hmm. minutes of just winter shit. Yeah, that's what it felt like so many movies in one. Because I'm like, oh, you could do a whole movie on Easter. You could do a whole movie on Valentine's or New Year's. You know, but they were like, let's do it all. <laughs> let's so, yeah. do it all. But also, I mean, I think the main takeaway is that Luke Bracey is really fine. Oh, I know. And we trapped him here in the U.S. <laughs> <So> yes! That's, <laughs> that's let's important. get him on the pod. Let's get yes, him on exactly. the pod. I feel like we could get him on the pod. Uh, I feel like that could happen. Okay, Jenna, uh, please tell people where they can find you on social media. Oh, yeah, I'm on Insta at Jenna.Brister. And I don't check Twitter anymore because, you know, it's fall 2020. So I'm just avoiding that. <laughs> uh, I'm at Danny Pellegrino. And then our uh, our Instagram is at it's a, at a very merry iconic podcast. I always try to put the it's in front of it, but that's not what this podcast is called. Oh, yeah. And if you um, love this tag, people give us some, you know, I guess your reviews are really great. You guys are so sweet to us. So thank you oh, yeah, so leave much a for review. All, the, all the love. Yeah. Not if you really don't fun. like it. Don't. Just leave a review if you like it, you guys. Yeah. But, but we, well, we love, love it. you so much. We yeah. love you guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back uh, with more. Check back our Instagram or just subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, so you get all of our updates and find my other show, Everything Iconic, on Spotify and iTunes as well. Okay, Jenna, I love you. Love you. Bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 